Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Welcome mini to the Woo! Mini-sode, like I'm BravoCon. <laughs> if you and I had good voices, we could have sang that to the tune of Welcome to New York. Oh, that's, that was But that. I don't have a good I voice. I think we'll so we save the people. <laughs> we will save them from here. I have a decent voice, them. but not not, a, not at this hour. <laughs> I am completely tone deaf. It's, it's a true horror and a true sadness of my life because I wish I could sing. Should we say who we are? Yes, we should. <laughs> As horrible singers. <laughs> I am Sue Funk. I am a comedian, and I am here with... Danielle from Brands by Bravo, who is not a comedian, but loves Bravo. Yeah, we're both Bravo-holics, <laughs> and uh, we're here to talk about BravoCon. The Con 2020. The most expensive ticket in town. It truly was. <laughs> that I, 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 sh- I opted out of, also because I was working that weekend this weekend so uh what I was is wild the... is that it was so expensive and yet i'm like i would go again and mm-hmm. i probably would upgrade my ticket that's what a lot i saw a lot of people saying that that they wish that they had upgraded um, well yeah i have i have so many thoughts and stories i can't of wait my day i mean i have questions and topics but i feel like i I just, you're bursting. What do you need to I say? Am. It <laughs> took everything, I already said this to see, but it took everything in me to not text her everything that was happening throughout the entire day. One, I was trying to save my phone battery because if you watched my stories, I recorded as much as I could. Yeah. I do recharge my phone. Thank God for like those portable chargers twice. I had to re-up my phone, but my phone is terrible. Did they have battery. portable chargers there or did you bring one? I, oh, I brought one. I was Yes, prepared. nerd. I love it. We oh, love yeah. to see it. Oh, yeah. And I brought it. a brick, too, in case I need to plug into a wall. I, I, knew, I knew what I was going there for. Wait, did we say that we're Real Housewives of Rewatch? If not, no, that, we now we did. Not. There Welcome you go. to Real Housewives of Rewatch, Minnesota, <laughs> about BravoCon. <laughs> it's just too exciting, guys. BravoCon. You understand if you're listening. It is. So I feel like should I set the stage of my day, I guess? Well, yeah. I went, I bought it. I had a one-day ticket. I mm-hmm. only went Saturday. I just looked it up. My ticket was $215. For one day for general admission, which is more than I've spent on probably most things. That's a plane ticket. Like, yeah. That, it was a splurge, but I missed it in 2019, and I felt like I really wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friend Allie said, I will come with you. And so she lives on Long Island, and we went together. You guys looked we like walked- you were having the time of your life in your photos. It was great. So we met at Penn Station where all meetings happen because I came from NJ Transit and she came from Long Island. And then we walked over to Javits Center. Um, if you don't know, Javits Center is like in the heart of Manhattan, except on the west side. And I thought is it was like, well, heart? I just mean like it's midtown. I feel like, and then it's midtown. It's I, midtown. I feel like it's the aorta. Like it's a valve into it. It's I just like, meant it's I midtown. Was, I shouldn't have said heart because I think of the heart of I always think of Manhattan the Javits Center as like, oh, I'm like, that's the place where the Bolt bus is. The Bolt bus yeah, and the true. Mega bus is. Absolutely true. <laughs> um, it's huge. It's massive. 
made me laugh when I saw all these people posting being like Bravo Connors Fry Fest. And I was like, we're not on oh. a stranded island in the Bahamas with a cheese sandwich. I was like, we are in New York City. So why were people saying that it was Fire Festival? What was, so what was on being Friday, undersold or oversold? On fr- yeah, on first of all, it was, it was very crowded. It was very, very crowded. I'll say that. But on Friday, there was an incident where um, they did not do a good job corralling the, the people to go into the Beverly Hills uh, panel, which was like the most attended, obviously, with everything that's going on right now. Everyone wants to go to it. People kind of like stampeded, not stampeded, that's even, in, I wasn't there, but they just kind of ran in and, w- and were rude. Mm. And then because of the lines, there was lines for the bathroom, lines for food, lines for drinks. Yeah. Um, so we started the day as GA. So wait, we that's why plan. they thought it was like a horrible thing that was oversold was because there were lines and it's like a rush for the most popular thing. These people need to get out of the house. More. Yeah, it was it was a little definitely <laughs> it wasn't even comparable to that. That was a bit exaggerated. I can't believe that people who like Bravo are hyperbolic. <laughs> yeah, people are rude. They're like, Bravo, what? Um, so me and Allie had had a game plan and there's definitely like a lot of conflicting panels that we wanted to go to. But we knew our like main stuff. We'd already pre-discussed we were not going to wait in line to meet a single Bravo celebrity. Okay. Uh, we already knew. I had no interest in waiting in line for a photo op. Have we already talked about, we might have already talked, meet and greet photos are the worst things in the world. The worst. I've, I've done them for books. You get two seconds. It is not what you think it's going to be. It's You're going to wait an hour. And the for most me, unnatural for, what, for, interaction. for a photo, yeah. I don't know. It just, unnatural interaction with a human. You're just thrown together to take a photo just to prove that you were in the same room. Yeah, so we already pre, to me, the panels was absolutely the thing that I was most interested in above anything else, above really any photos. Like, sure, they had a lot of fun photo ops, but I was Mm -hmm. like, I care about none of them. I want to see as many panels as possible. Uh, So our first one was, we got in right when it opened. Um, The first thing that already Javits Center was terrible about is there was like one escalator down. So it was like all these people feeding into one escalator. We're like, yeah. that's really dumb for a convention center. Obviously, mm-hmm. when it just first opens and everyone's trying to get in. Uh, but we got in literally in like three minutes from getting there. So that was, oh, that nice. was easy. Um, and then we kind of did a quick lap just to like get a sense of the place. And then we knew we had to get in line for Summer House. Smart. So Summer House was our first panel. Um, we had fine seats. We waited maybe 30 minutes in line for that. I think we got in line at 10 and we walked in at like 1030. So that was fine. Well, that's not bad at all. It was a good panel, uh, not a fantastic one. And I think it lost a lot of people because it was the morning. People were like anxious to go do other things. So mm-hmm. towards the end, it definitely would like emptied out. Uh, but it was a big deal because I guess in 2019, Summer House didn't even get their own panel. So in the years since then, the show has like exponentially grown in fans yeah. um, because they, you know, that they got a big stage and, um, Andrea showed off his abs, which was absolutely oh. fantastic. And then Luke showed his off and that just was even better. And both of those, fo- those videos are in your stories still? Or yes. Okay. Yes. I took st- stories and I saved them of every single panel. Um, okay. not, not much drama. Um, so I don't remember what happened. What's his face that. had a mullet. That was the drama, drama oh, for me. Oh, yes. Kyle had a mullet. Oh, Why, the Kyle? big drama of that. Kyle's that... already a douchebag looking guy. And then he. Yeah puts a mullet on top of it come on i know the big drama from that is that danielle and Lindsay are not really speaking right now and as they called it unfortunate i mean that doesn't surprise me so we will see neither would say why they're not speaking i mean listen they are better than the jersey housewives they could be on the couch together i saw them post for photos together yeah Lindsay, when asked about it, I think it is something that happened only in August, and then she got engaged, and then her and Carl were away for a few weeks, so they really haven't had time to deal with whatever happened. Okay. So I'm hopeful for a reconciliation with them. It doesn't seem not reconcilable, what's the word? I don't <laughs> not know. Not mendable? I, I don't know. Fixable? It definitely mendable. Yeah, they fixable. Fix if you're willing to pose for fix a photo it. together, you're already better than other people. All right. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying, oh my God, the day was such where I almost feel like I should look at my own stories. So <laughs> then I think we went to, we like sprinted over to another panel. Okay. And they had already let people in. And I'm going to tell you what I did. Cause I, I, I thought of it on the spot because the girl in front of me, I think was being honest. And then I kind of fibbed. 
a girl <laughs> went up to security and she was like, oh, I just left to go to the bathroom. I have a seat inside. And they said, go right ahead. And I said, right back. I said, oh, us too. We already have a seat inside. And they let us go in late. So nice. I took advantage. Listen, you got to play the game a little yeah. bit at these No, that's things. smart. That's smart. I was like, there's definitely seats in there. There's no way it's full. So that was, I think. Which panel housewife was this? To housewife. Okay. I think. That one had some sound issues. Mm-hmm. It was okay. I don't think we stayed the whole time. I think we left to then walk around the bazaar. Who was on the panel for Housewife to Housewife? Do you remember? Oh, gosh. Yes. That one was um, Garcelle and Queen that was of the Bravo big reason Con. I wanted to see because I wanted to see Garcelle. Garcelle, had, Garcelle won Bravo Con. Yeah. It had some sound issues from what I can remember. Um, I remember it was hard to hear. She's the only one I remember from the panel. I don't remember who Honestly, else was Honestly, like, the, one of the things that I remember from BravoCon footage, like, footage that I followed was mostly that everyone was just screaming their heads off for Garcelle whenever she spoke in such positive light that if the real Housewives of Beverly Hills don't, like, rally around her and treat her like a human, finally, uh, they are officially the worst. Um, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so now I'm just quickly... Want to see this this was caroline manza was on this panel as well yes i was about to say it was like Car- caroline looked amazing i she love amazing. her bra- embracing this grandma chic like this I short also haircut love, like, the glasses I can't believe that you know she is still around and how many years has been since she's been on bravo they must love her that she I mean, she's they had some former ones but no one that's far back as her like she has not been on for years i heard that she gave all of the crew like Christmas presents. She wouldn't. She would always feed everybody. That's in the what I'm crew. saying. They must love her because you don't keep getting no. No one as could you old that? has been on for. The, I don't mean old. I don't know how to put it. But, but yeah. like, could you imagine Caroline Manzo cooking for you? Like oh, that would be a like a dream. And then I'll go make out with Albie. <laughs> Even <laughs> if he night. can't get into law school. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget that when she cried about his dyslexia. So that one was good. Housewife to housewife. Um, Nothing, nothing crazy there. So then we ran over to Vanderpump Rules, and I used the same tactic to get into Vanderpump Rules. I was like, oh, my God, we have seats. And this lady, like, did not want to let me in. And I was like, you will let me in. I was like, no, no, no. I 100% have seats inside. Then we found seats, and it was fine. And then also people leave throughout, so I kept, like, you can move forward. Nice. Sitting on the side was the key. There was all these seats to the side. And you could get, like, really close that people kind of left that. So Vanderpump was the first juicy panel of the day. Because of the mere fact of the exes that are on that stage. You have Raquel and James, broken up fiancés. You have Katie and Tom, recently divorced. You have Tom, who has made out with Raquel. Then you have Lala, who's hooked up with Ariana and Tom, and they're also on the couch. Like, Sheena, who's just there for a good time. So it, (laughs) it had some awkward, juicy moments. And I really, I also think so far that was the best host of the day. The moderators were hit or miss. Okay. She was good. Not all of them watch. I got, like, reviews other people sent me. Not enough of them might have, like, watched Housewives or Bravo to, like, really know stuff. And where they really lacked was they did not do a good job of controlling the crowd when it came time to ask fan questions. People oh, interesting. were, like, taking this as their moment to be like, let me tell you about the time I met you five years ago at this meet and greet, and do you remember me? And it's like, no, get to your question. And some... Also, then, as the day went on, people definitely got drunker and were mm-hmm. asking some questions that I could not believe. I was happy they asked them, but I couldn't believe they had the balls to ask them this. They should do it like when you do Ask Wendy. When On the Wendy Williams show, what they used to do is, like, you would have to write out your question, and they would pick your question, and then they would go to you and be like, I'm going to practice your question with you. And then you would have to, like, go over it several times, and they yeah, would be they like, make, the make it shorter. Most of these were 45 or an hour, so... They did not have the time. It was just like we're opening up to questions and then you people sprint up to the microphone and I needed the moderator to be like, get to the point. And they were just yeah. kind of like this one girl in the Jersey panel, like she literally got booed because she kept like going. Another oh, girl no. got booed because she asked Frank to like record a message to her friend and people were like, are you fucking kidding me? He's, this is he's not on what cameo. Yeah, this is not what this is for. I got a cameo from Frank for my birthday. My friend Katie got it for me. He I said know. he loves so Long I, Island girls, by the way. Ooh, he does. <laughs> so we got um, a shot. <laughs> so the best moment in Vanderpump Rules was definitely 
Um, they asked some a fan asked if they ever thought Jackson and Brittany were actually going to go to Saucy's wedding. Oh yeah. And Sheena went on this whole rant of they definitely were going to come and this excuse and that excuse. And Katie just goes, they were never coming. And that got a big um, applause from the crowd. Lots of Stassi fans in the crowd. Interesting. Um, they yeah. cheered about her coming back. Bravo and Cocktails, that gossip Instagram, that's fabulous. They also have a good podcast. Um, they were saying that there's rumors that Stassi's probably going to get her own show. I could see it. I just, I I, as much, listen, I think Stassi's great reality television. I don't think we need to give her a platform. Yeah, great. She was outstanding when she was on the show, but I don't need to go backwards, so. I don't need to see her bow tie wearing boyfriend or if you a married guy. <laughs> what do you call yeah. him? Husband. <laughs> oh, yes. He's <laughs> the married guy. Um, and it was just, they were just great. I have loved Vanderpump Rules since season one, episode one. So for me, absolute highlight to see them. Absolutely. So. While we were in the Pumper Rules panel, my friend Allie gets a text from a coworker, and this coworker she knew was going to be there, and they, that, it's a newer coworker, so she didn't know her too well. But they like met one or two times because uh, she's in another office in like Detroit, and she's like, "I have VIP passes if you guys want to come get them for me." So I'm like, <gasps> "Hell yeah, let's go!" Yes. So we go, and she's like, "I'm at Toya's wine booth," and. We're like, okay. So we have from Married to Medicine. Oh, wow. What she has is not VIP passes. It is a backstage pass, meaning that we can go backstage. And I am just dumbfounded looking at her. I was like, is this real? Are you seriously giving me this? She's like, yeah, I don't need it. I'm just with Toya, so you can have it. She was like, but you better use it. And I was like, we just want to use the bathrooms backstage because <laughs> the bathroom lines were crazy. Like, that oh, was the whole that's smart. goal. was yeah. like, there's a bathroom back there. Great. I have to pee and I don't want to wait 40 minutes because Javits Center, that was on them. They do yeah. not have efficient bathrooms. So then we're like, okay, where the hell do you even go? Also, to I'm sure it was just a ton of women. So they well, like. It was all, it was all gender uh, neutral. neutral bathrooms. Oh, interesting. You could go in either one. Okay. Well, that at least is a little bit of a perk. Yeah. Yeah. They, they sent out actually a nice message that was like, all bathrooms are gender neutral. Go where you Pee can. Wherever they knew you it was can. a problem. Yeah. They knew it was a problem, which I've been to a convention at Javits Center. I don't ever remember having a bathroom issue. We were in a different part, though, where I was, and they needed bigger space. That's definitely. So you don't think that, that they used enough of the space in the event center? A thousand percent. Like when we were lined up for Summer House, we were starting to block other things. So then people are walking through the lines. Like it should not have been that way. It needed to be a completely separate area where you line up interesting all right yeah i wonder not and then the bazaar where the shopping was i felt like i was at a college fair they gave these people like the tiniest little tables for little boots and i wanted like big boots and then it was like awkward to go up when a person's just like sitting there and i just want to like pick up la dame's candle and smell it and not like have her salesperson like staring at me um Mm. so i wish it was a more flushed out shopping center because then when a Bravo Lab would show up at their table, which was amazing when they would do that, it would be chaos and it would block everything. Well, yeah, there was a fight at Kenya's. Yes, yes. So we get this backstage pass. It's only one. I almost feel like terrible sharing all this, but it's fine. I must. <laughs> so my friend Allie is like, you go backstage first and then we'll swap out. And so I literally just like go up to the security guard and then he's just like yep go ahead right ahead and I'm like go behind the curtain I'm like oh my god I'm I'm here then I'm like wait he did not care at all so I pop back out I was like Allie just come with me and the guy nothing Mm -hmm. I was like she's with me and he was like okay and that was it so then we were backstage and the two of us they're like freaking out but trying to be cool because this is this is where they are this is where all of them are yeah so we are just like wandering around there's like a bar we are like yeah we're getting a drink while we're back here why not free drink yeah in the walking from where we walked back to the bar we go past karen huger (gasps) walks right past us and the thing is like you got to be cool like we're in their space you got to be cool i'm not going to stop you for a photo but like we would walk past people and then we would just make eyes like holy effing shit did this person just walk past me Mm -hmm. um and that's basically what happens. So we get a drink, and then I find the green room, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's free food in here? Yes. So we're like, well, let's make a plate. So we, we make a plate, and we get some pasta. And <laughs> in the green room with us is Candy's husband, Todd. Okay. Um, Ariana, uh, Bali from Family Karma. Dolores came in with Polly. Andrea wow. was in there. Luke was in there. Maya was in there. 
Eva was in there, Captain Sandy. Then Joe Gorga came in, and him and Todd were having a whole hoot together. I cannot believe how short Joe Gorga is. Yeah, your story said that. I mean, you were like, he's in heels, and he's shorter than Todd. He is shorter than Todd. What a Bravo buffet that you had. It was unbelievable. (laughs) The two of us were just sitting there. My hands were, like, shaking just eating our pasta and I'm like having water and we're sweating because we're so overwhelmed that we're just like in space with these people. So I'm like, okay, I have to like try to talk to a few of them and get a few photos if I can without being annoying. That was like the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. you got to blend in. So uh, Andrea starts to walk past me and I kind of like stop him because he had sent me a whole list of recommendations for Italy. So I was like, oh, okay, wow. I have a thing okay, to yeah. say. Like, this is me. You sent me this. So I stop and I was like, I start talking to him. He smells delicious. He is mm. so beautiful and kind in person. And he took a photo. Aww. And he was so nice. And then I had to say something to Eva on the way out because I absolutely adore Eva. And since America's Next Top Model Days. and Was she, she was breathtaking nice in, my, in breathtaking. real life? I can't All imagine. Of them. All Allie and I kept talking about was how much more beautiful every single one of these people were than Even I've ever Captain seen. Even Captain Sandy? Yeah, she looked great in her little suit. Okay. Her girlfriend's hot, too. That does not surprise me. I feel like Captain Sandy can pull. Joe Gorga was talking to her. It was a wild experience sitting and eating there. What would Joe Gorga say to Captain Sandy? I don't know. I think he was just saying hi. They didn't have a... Him and Todd had a much longer... Oh, and then Evan came in. Oh, okay. And Evan Evan was just sitting at the table watching sports on his phone and then cheering. I don't know what game he was watching. Probably some college sport, but he literally like had his phone set up, was sitting, chilling at the table. I love that for him. Yeah. Um, Joe Gorga did not interact with him from what I saw. Interesting. Okay. So then we're like, okay, it's Jersey panel time. So now that we are in this backstage area, we no longer have to wait in a line Mm -hmm. because we come through the backstage out and just grab a seat, which blows our mind. I can't even believe. So that's how the rest of the day went. And that's how I got to go to like seven panels (laughs) because we just bounced around from panel to panel. I know. I don't know how, how will I ever be a normie again? Like, I can't ever not have at least, like, SVIP or something. Can we talk real briefly about the fact that so many creators and podcasters were not given passes this year? I don't think any, I don't think a single one was. Well, Bravo Historian, I believe. She was talent because yeah, she was a moderator. she was a moderator. But last year, a lot of them were moderators. Danny Pellegrino was a moderator. I oh, think. you mean in 2019? Yeah, sorry. I mean, we all know that Three time doesn't ago. exist. <laughs> like, 2019 was yesterday. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, like... Danny Pellegrino was, wasn't was there, no, no one for Bitch Sesh. The top three Bravo podcasts were not invited. I know. They, which I'm to me is mind-blowing because I think that even the moderation issues that you were talking about, I think they would have been better with it. I'm just saying. That, I mean, Sam 100%. Bush, I heard, was amazing, who is the Bravo historian, because yeah. she knows Bravo so well. Mm-hmm. The best one for me was Karamo at Salt Lake City because he's a huge fan and he yeah. knew everything. But he but, also has hosted for years, yes, really knows, knows how to like control he's a talk crowd. show. Yeah, he's he's he, perfect for it. And I'm not giving shade to Brad Goreski, but I like I was kind of like I feel like Brad Goreski is a plant to be with the Real Housewives of, Bra- of Beverly Hills because he like is so obsessed with all of them. Yeah, no, it's it definitely they could have picked better moderators. Like I said, they needed some crowd control. Um, so then Jersey, Jersey was amazing. So I went to Jersey part two, which was Teresa, Dolores and Jen. Okay. And it was spicy. And I'll say this about the whole Teresa and her brother thing. Mm -hmm. Teresa did not say a single bad thing about Joe that whole weekend. And Joe said numerous bad things about her. Hmm. And I am not a Teresa defender. I think she's got a lot of loose screws and does a lot of things I don't agree with. Yeah. But at the panel, she people kept trying to get her to say something bad about him and she just kept saying, Basically, Haley Bieber, leave me alone. Yeah. I wish you well. And then we see the the duos on Watch What Happens Live last night, if you saw that. Oh no, I missed And last Andy night. asked Melissa and Joe and said, What will last longer, Joe's stand up career or Teresa's marriage? Melissa took a drink, she wouldn't answer, and Joe says my stand up career. 
That's and it's just up. like don't say you want to mend anything. I can't believe you when you do that. The Gorgas really have like they started on such a high note, and I feel like they've just dug themselves so low. I used to be fully Team Gorga, and yeah. then it was all Teresa's fault. But uh, it's, it's it's equal share now. that neither of them. Yeah. Was. But jerseys, we don't have to get into it. But it was yeah. spicy. Jen was spicy. Um, people asked some good questions. It like was what? it was a very good panel. That was like the first like ooh panel. What were some um, of the questions? Oh gosh, what did someone ask? Oh, well, this was funny. Like, someone asked Teresa, like, what her biggest regret was. So she, right off, she says the, uh, spreading the rumor about Jackie. And everyone's like, yay, we're so glad that you said that. But then she, like, goes back again and kind of is like, but I didn't, blah, blah, blah. And the crowd was like, boo, you finally said you regret doing this thing. Yeah. Apologies don't have butts in them. Yeah, there was a butt in the crowd. The crowd was some of the best stuff. I mean, it felt like... Mm -hmm. To be, you could talk to anyone at any point and just, they knew what you were talking about. And that was just, I love that um, so much. So right before the Jersey panel though, went on, as we were backstage, we were with, like literally with them. I peed at the same time as Dolores. (laughs) Like we were in the bathroom together. I bet she smells amazing too. Yeah. The thing that happens to you when you're around a lot of them is this sense of like, I know you, you kind of realize, like, I know your whole life story and you don't know who the hell I mm-hmm. am. And it's such a strange thing to, like, yeah. come to. Not that I think they would, but it's like, I look at you and I'm like, yeah, I know everything about you. And mm-hmm. they're like, who is this stranger looking at me? Yeah. Um, but I got a photo with Marge Sr. And she was Aww. so cute. And she actually does follow me. So I was like, you follow me. And she was like, I know your name. And that was great. <laughs> and she was so nice. And uh, Joe, uh, Marge's husband, also was super oh, nice and cute. And we took awesome. a photo with him. But right before the Jersey people went out, five feet to the right of me was Melissa. And then a hallway was there. And I turn, and Teresa's walking down this hallway. And I am like, oh my God, am I about to watch these two walk past each other? But Teresa spotted Melissa, and she literally stopped in her tracks, and her entourage were kind of around her, and then they went the other way, and it didn't happen. And I tried to videotape it, but I, like, again, was trying to be super sleuth. Yeah. Um, and not, you, you can't know. be too obvious with that. Yeah. Although some hero was like, got the, the Gorga-Gen fight. Yeah, well, that wasn't backstage. That was, like, in a hotel lobby, yeah. so you could get that. But I was, like, nervous, you know, they were going to, like, kick us out and then kick me out of the whole thing because, like, you're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, I did not see them walk past each other, but I really wanted to. Um, oh, and then we went to Bravo BFFs, and that was super cute. That was um, Ayan and Lisa, Luann mm-hmm. and Ramona. Oh, no, Luann and Sonia. And um, who else was Oh, uh, Vishal and Amrit. And Aww, um, I'm forgetting who else was in that one. I would say Ramo- uh, Sonia and Lou were the stars of that panel. Good for them. I'm because glad. they played um, a clip of their new TV show that's coming out. So how did you feel about it? It was, what was so the reception. Funny, the clip, the, oh, the clip they played was so funny. They went to a thing called Testicle Festicle Festival, <laughs> and it was hilarious. And I'm very much looking forward to this show. Okay. I had good vibes from it, um, and they were just very, very funny up there, and I, I enjoyed them a lot. They were, they were definitely the highest. Highlight, and so is Chanel Ion, is probably one of the funniest people. Yeah. She seems amazing. She's, she's a star of Beverly Hills. She's stunning in person, also saw her backstage. Well, you mean Dubai. So, yeah, sorry, Dubai. <laughs> I have so many things in my brain that I have been holding on to. <laughs> then I think the last one we went to, if I'm forgetting one, was Salt Lake City. Okay. And I think, as the Jews say, I thank Hashem for blessing <laughs> me with going to the Salt Lake City. Because I made the right choice. While Atlanta seemed fun, mm-hmm. Salt Lake was like a live reunion. It was insane. They were fighting so much on stage. I could not believe it. And I kept thinking to myself, like, they know there's like a crowd of like a thousand people. Like, are they not going to try to stop fighting? Like, you would think nope. they would be like, this is weird. There's a crowd. Like, people were like, I had this girl in front of me. Who kept being like, yes, Heather, yes, Heather, get her, get her. Like, it, it was crazy. Wow. It was like a sporty event. It was, it was, it was insane. The crowd was so hyped. 
we I think for all of us it felt like we were at a live reunion Karamo mm-hmm. did so good though at like reeling it back and pulling them in and he did good with the he just was a plus he nice. was like come on my tv show I'll fix you guys in one hour because <gasps> bad weather they're not good right now yeah so I think they left ultimate girls heart. trip Whitney thought they were good after ultimate girls trip mm-hmm. and then I guess she tweeted some stuff after last week's episode yeah, she did. That, that Heather did not like and that pissed Heather off. Well, she's still claiming that Heather's a liar. And I just, I, I mean, I don't know if people are listen who listen also watch Salt Lake, but I just have to say there's just Heather's reason for why she's not lying is one of the most truest things ever where she's like, you don't think if that I knew that I wouldn't be the most excited ever to tell yeah. everyone that piece of gossip. I know. I, know. <laughs> I was and just then- like, that's what makes it real. And then Whitney and, I'm sorry, no, and then Lisa and Meredith were fighting about the hot mic moment again. I mean, it was just non, every question that was asked led to a fight. And it was just shocking and wild. And I think it was probably that and the Beverly Hills were probably like two of the best ones of the whole weekend. So I feel hashtag blessed that I went to the Salt Lake City one because... It, it was a truly jaw-dropping moment, for so, sure. So, I do have stuff about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that I want to talk about. So, um, first of all, did Rinna leave BravoCon after the boo? Because I hadn't seen, I didn't see her in anything else after that. I don't know if they put her on any other panels. I don't know if she was scheduled to be on any other ones either. But I didn't see I her in the Legends thing. I didn't, she like... She was there, but I heard she was sitting on the end and, like... Listen, she tried to play it off cool, but if I got booed, I would be hysterical. <laughs> like, it's It was yeah. the reality check she needed, so I don't feel bad that it happened. I'm going to be very honest about that. Um, but we know Kathy left the Legends Ball uh, because she, she, she fucking, on social media, started talking about, like, like, she wrote on the shark post about it being Anderson. Like, sorry I left early. I had to use the ladies. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, a very funny thing happened during the Vanderpump Rules where James literally just, like, got up in the middle and we're all like, what? And then we hear him backstage and he goes, I really got to take a wee. Where's the bathroom? But his mic was still on, so all of us heard it. And he came, like, sprinting back out and we're like, "Um," he's like, I'm so sorry. You all just heard me do that. He's like, I really (laughs) had to go to the bathroom. I wasn't going to make it. At least he didn't pee with the mic on. Thank God someone realized happened. that he said that and they were like, your microphone is still on. But it was just very funny because they were like continuing on and then and then you heard it. Um, it's funny for as much as everyone cared about Beverly Hills during that Legends ep- episode of Watch What Happens Live. Like, I feel like it wasn't really about Beverly Hills at all. Agreed. Um, Erica and Dorit. This is sh- shooketh me. I'm, I'm shunked. As the sup podcast would say. Um, so Erica was playing a game and it was like, who do you think is going to get divorced next? And she says Dorit and PK. And then like her excuses that she was joking. I'm like, you're a horrible comedian, Erica. This is not like, that's not a joke. You know, it's not a joke. You she said didn't it's smile. Shit. She didn't laugh after. Yeah. And she didn't say, you just s- kidding. Yeah. You said perfect. it's so. That's how you make a joke so bluntly and so seriously and just like yeah whatever I said it like if you you can't you know it's the stupid and smart at the same time with Erica always but you also just can't be like I don't care what anybody thinks but then also like try and defend yourself horribly like if you really don't care then shut the fuck up but I also don't agree with people who think it's for a storyline what storyline is that creating that they're fighting that doesn't that's never the Fox Force yeah like way so no I don't think it was for a storyline I think she or that Dorit knew she was going to say that um, I think she is an asshole I'm trying, I think oh so my other thoughts oh the last of, thing that ended oh, my day yes. okay so we leave Salt Lake City and we since we had been in so many panels we didn't do a lot of other stuff so we're like let's go buy some merch I bought a cute Bravo hat we went around I saw Sheree Phaedra like no one was there longer than Gina's boyfriend, Travis. He was literally at that Caragala table at 9.30 in the morning, and he was there at 6.30 at night. 
What a trooper. What a guy. So sweet. I got a photo with him. He was so nice. Um, so we wait, leave. Did you, mm-hmm. you didn't buy any She Buy Shirei? Joggers? No. Spring, September? I wanted to, but it was so expensive and it just felt so ridiculous. But I, the sweatshirts did look really nice. They were embroidered. They were not screen printed. Okay. So they did look nice. But then there was kind of a line because she was taking photos of people who bought stuff. and Smart. Uh, I don't need another sweatshirt, and that is why I didn't buy one. Had they had a hat, which was the thing I wanted to buy, but I didn't see any. It was kind of crowded over there. Fair. So we left it. We stayed till the bitter end, basically. And we're like, okay, now we need more food after our green room pasta. So we <laughs> go to this place, Feld Friedman's, on like 9th and 34th. Okay. And there's a bunch of BravoCon people there. It's, it's a cute little diner type, like an upscale diner. And we sit and we order some spinach dip, as one does. Lovely. And our waiter, and like a bunch of people you could tell were from BravoCon. And our waiter comes over and she's like, I can tell you just came from BravoCon and someone is here. And we were like, what do you mean someone's here? And she was like, one of the captains from Below Deck is here to eat. I was like, are you, are you kidding me? And it was <laughs> Captain Glenn from Below Deck Sailing Yacht, who literally came from BravoCon to eat alone. Like to I sit and that. eat a pastrami sandwich. And he went around. It was a small place, like 10 tables. He went to every table. He literally sat with a group of girls for like five minutes. Then my friend Allie and I were like, okay, we'll wait till he's done eating because I'm not going to interrupt this man and his sandwich after the day he has probably had. So we waited until he was done. And then we went up and talked to him. And he took a photo with us. He was so nice. And he wanted like our actual opinions on the show. Like he asked me, he's like, oh, you said you watch all of them. Like, what do you think is the difference between motor yacht and sailing yacht? And I was like, sailing is like this adrenaline rush. I love when you guys sail and the chaos of the things flying. Then he brought up the boat crash from the previous season. If you wow. watched that. And I was like, I would never bring that up. That was your worst day at a job. And he just was so nice. And what I did he have to say of... about the crash? Just that it was like his worst day ever. Aww. <laughs> and I was like, Glenn, we don't judge you for that. And he was so excited. He was doing a panel the next day with all five captains. And he was so excited about it. And he just was like having the time of his life. Because really, Below Deck Sailing Yacht, for so many of these Bravo Lebs, they got super famous in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And they live their day-to-day life. And they might be stopped by a few people here and there. The anxiety attack I would have if I was them coming into this would be massive. So mm-hmm. I commend them for all that they did. I don't care if they got paid, whatever. Overwhelming doesn't even begin to describe what it must have been yeah. like having all these super fans, thousands of people for three days, starting at 8 a.m. until God knows what time. Very intense. So I applaud them for that. There's part of me that's like, yeah, but you're a reality star. Isn't that kind of what you want? It's just it, like even if 24-7 you wanted, attention. You, you might want it, but until you experience it, True. It's very different. And especially, you got to think, a lot of them live not in, they're, they're not like L.A. people. Besides the Beverly Hills, they live in normal, like the Jersey people live in Franklin Lakes, Potomac. They, they don't live surrounded by celebrity in their day-to-day life. True. So I um, imagine it was big. But I mean, Captain Glenn is the greatest person in the entire world, and I love him more than anyone. And he was so nice. If Garcelle was queen of BravoCon, I feel like Ashley Darby was the princess because I feel yes. like Ashley Darby, not just because she uh, might be going out with Luke, uh, which was amazing, but she just like glowed and like her confrontation with Vicky on Legends uh, um, Ball was amazing and epic. Amazing. Um, because basically, Vicky's definitely a monster. Like it is. Yeah, she's a monster, and I don't see it any other way for the amount of terrible stories you constantly hear about her she's yeah. a monster but there were people crying to see her and i was just like what are you doing yeah um I- and then candace's drive back song was not great but i don't know if it was because they weren't they couldn't hear themselves sing or what but they definitely was- could not because kenya could not hear anything i will say this none i don't know if all the bravo loves are deaf or what the amount of times in the panels that they couldn't hear anything, I was like, what is the sound system up there? Why can't you hear? Interesting. Sonia um, kept saying she couldn't hear. Kyle couldn't hear. It was, it was interesting. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to our local celeb, Philly Diva, who confronted Beverly Hills 
Housewives. I just it was just amazing because she was just like Diana did not find me on the dark web. She found me on fucking Instagram, mm-hmm. and like I just love the Bravo community came together and helped Bravo Philly Diva get to BravoCon. Like it literally took a village and everybody pitched in and got her there and it just made really? me so happy. Yeah. So if you if you're listening and you don't know, Philly Diva is an Instagram account who started like literally her second post, Diana Jenkins decided to fuck with her on it and it came up in the the reunion that this post, but she called her like she's like I hate black creators and she's like no, I meant like dark. Like you're so dark and like oh, I I don't speak English that well. And everyone's like, Diana, you've lived in English-speaking countries longer than you've lived in Bosnia. You can't do that anymore. (laughs) Like, that's not a thing. Um, So, uh, yeah, she really confronted Kyle and Dorit. But they also were playing, they were saying they couldn't hear anything. They couldn't hear it. So yeah. maybe it was the stage, but I I, I feel like they were all so I was in that there. That was Bravo BFFs, so and we left that early. But mm-hmm. throughout the whole time, they all kept saying they couldn't hear anything. So it was not an excuse in the moment to say we can't hear. They they were saying mm-hmm. that throughout. That one didn't have the best sound system, and that was partially why we left. Was Kyle? Were Kyle and Dorit on? They were. Now okay, then. So that maybe was, that was yeah. It, no, it was that because I remember we left and then we heard that that had happened and we're like, oh shoot, we missed it, but we left. Okay. And it was sound issues, so they were not making it up. I'm telling you the whole time they were like, couldn't hear each other and they were like sitting next to each other. <laughs> um, I think my only other notes were Dorinda and Jill looked amazing. I All just, of them. Like, oh, oh, I will save my last story for our last moment before we close out the pod. And then my only other comment was just Ramona looks amazing, but she just needs to stop wearing such short dresses when she's sitting down. Cause yeah. I just kept feeling like she just keeps pulling her dress down and I'm like, you know, it would be great. Five more inches of fabric. That's all like <laughs> you can, mm-hmm. you, you can do it. You'll still see your legs, Ramona. That's my PSA to her. I think that was all of the stuff except for the Roni teaser trailer dropped and I didn't watch it because I hate teaser trailers because I feel like it's a I teaser just, for the new Rooney. series dropped well just it was just the the people the cast announcement yeah. and yes, I just so I'm like three... not ready and I know people are prejudging or whatever I'm like I just need to see it when it airs like, I have and three I will, things no. to say before we end okay the first is over the course of three days the fact that they did not have a Real Housewives of New York panel was a true slap in the face. Yeah. That they did not have a panel with Ramona, Luann, Sonia, Dorinda, give Ebony. me Tinsley, Ebony, give me old people. You ha- They had no, that was weird to me. You have mm-hmm. every single other one of them have a panel and you didn't give them one. That was odd. Jill, like there was, yeah. They, there's old New York people that they could have gotten to be on this panel and they did not. Um, Second is yes, they announced a new cast. I don't know how to feel. And I'm just going <laughs> to see what happens. I'm going to be posting a deep dive-ish. Because I don't know who any of these people are. Mm-hmm. I think one of them is famous. Excuse me, I have the hiccups. <laughs> one of them I think is famous. Um, Jenna Lyons, everyone's, I got a bunch of message about her, yeah. that she was a creative director at J. Crew. I have no idea who she is. I've yeah. never heard the name in my life. So I've heard the name before, but it doesn't really mean much to me. No. So we will, we will investigate. I'm going to not prejudge. It's one of those things where it's like, I wish, great if you found a new group of women in New York, they shouldn't call it Real Housewives of New York. Hmm. Okay. You know, it would be much different reception if you didn't try to call it that. Yeah. Because I, I heard that's... that Andy said to Dorinda that, like, her time off pause is coming soon. They haven't figured out anything with the legacy cast that they supposedly keep talking about. I don't think anything has been decided. And I don't think Dorinda should be off pause. My the- I hear you on that. I think Dorinda really needs to go to a good therapist or a good rehab yeah. program. Um. Uh, but I think that they're holding out for Bethany. And I think they're right, too, because I think she'll come back. I think it's the only thing that will make it work, a legacy. Yeah. If it's not that, then it's... Also... Again, where was Heather Thompson? Where There were so... 
I don't think Heather Thompson did... wants anything to do with this after her comeback. True. Her last was comeback was one? such Kristen? a disaster. Kristen T- she, Teeman or Tegan or Just horrible anyone, husband last name in here. Have a New York panel was a slap in the face. I thought. I. I agree. I mean, obviously, we love Brown. You have three days and you can't do a New York panel, especially for Bravo fans who are craving New York because it's been so long since it's been on air. Like, one bad season does not negate 12 absolutely fantastic seasons, and they should have had a panel. And Leah and Ebony were there, right? Yes. Jill was there. Dorinda was They were all there. It would have been really interesting to see Leah and Ebony on a panel with Jill Zarin. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I get if you didn't want to make it like the most recent cast, but give me like yeah a nostalgia. You're also in New York, so yes. that's rude. <laughs> oh, I had a lot of thoughts, and my last story that I shall share. <gasps> the day has ended. We are backstage. I am talking to a friend who is a producer who I happen to run into backstage, mm-hmm. and Jill Zarin appears, <gasps> and Allie, <gasps> and I'm like, okay. Maybe I'll say something because Allie and I are mutuals yeah. on TikTok. We've commented on each other's things. And I'm like, okay, I, this, is like, this is my chance. And I go up and I quickly introduce myself. I'm like, hi, Allie. I'm Daniela Rambrez Revival. Like, you follow me. We follow each other. And I'm sure it had been a very long day. And she was super nice. So Jill was like, this is what I want to text you the most. But I was like, I have to wait. Jill was so classically Jill. She was like, what do you do? You do our merchandising? And I was like, no, I don't do your merchandising. I was like, I run an Instagram. Oh, like a blog? I was like, sure, Jill, like a blog. Yes. I was like, don't worry, I'm one of the nice ones. Whatever. So she's like, oh, that's fantastic. You enjoy your day here? I was like, it was great. Thank you so much. So then we happen to leave. And then we go to the bathroom before we leave. And Jill and Allie come into the bathroom. And they're just having like the cutest little conversation while we're all just peeing and washing mm-hmm. our hands. And I'm like, I cannot believe I am in the bathroom with Miss jill zarin and she was everything i wanted her to be she was exactly jill she is so cute and petite and Allie is so adorable too and it was just a great cherry on top i'm so jealous that sounds amazing (laughs) (laughs) it took i was ready to text you i was like i have to wait i can't tell her when you were saying that she's so jill i was like this could go a number of ways no she just seemed like so confused like who oh then she was like how'd you get backstage and i was like i don't really know how i got back here because she was like oh your press i was like nope not that either just a friend gave me a pass oh fantastic i was like She's the connector. She could have gotten us everything, Danielle. I know, I know. Imagine, I was like, by the way, I'm rewatching season one and two and three and all the seasons, and I have a podcast, but I was not about to get into that. No, that's I didn't ask him for a photo. I left him alone, but yeah, they were. Oh, my God. I know. That was, like, really, I was like, wow. I can't believe you didn't tell me that. That's such restraint. (laughs) I know. I wanted to wait to get your first reaction on here. But that was it. The day was great. They definitely need a lot of things to fix for the next time. Um, I think it's still too expensive, Mm -hmm. but people will pay it. Well, Bravo is the most lucrative, like, has the most uh, expensive audience. Basically, like, of all of cable, Bravo often ranked like the number one income of oh, like yeah. viewers. There was, there was some moms there with their Gucci belts, and yeah, no, they were fancy people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will be interesting if it's not in New York. I don't know if I would go. Yeah, like, I don't know if I could see myself getting on a plane. Honestly, I don't think and Andy wants to travel now that he has two kids. I feel like that's why he keeps making all the housewives come to New York. I feel like for the most part, he wants everything in New York. Well, and also it's like, where else would they do it that would be so central? I mean, if you're not really going to throw a huge like, convention, you go to the San Diego Convention Center. I know, Comic-Con is the only place I could see them doing it. Because Comic-Con is like one of the largest conventions. But that's the thing, they're never going to fill Comic-Con level of convention. Yeah. But I'm, I'm surprised they didn't rent out all of Javits Center with prices that expensive, they like, needed to. Like, I just don't know why they wouldn't. They needed more bathrooms, more bars, more places to sit. What I think they should do is I think you should be able to sign up for your panel beforehand. Yeah. And then you don't have to wait in line. And, and then you can ask the questions ahead of time and they can pull you like they do for the Wendy audience and get you to 
concise, get it concise. Like, yes, I don't understand. You might not get it as juicy ones, but. They have an app and then you pick and you can't pick overlapping panels so that you can't just sign it for everything. And then maybe leave a few hundred seats for people who didn't sign up and if other people didn't show up and then they can come in. Same with the photo ops because the photo ops were a mess. People didn't show up. Too many people weren't in line. The fact that it wasn't like cut off to know, okay, like that should be a ticketed thing that you come in, you sign, they have an app. Like it felt like such an easy thing to avoid chaos. If it's just like you have to pre-sign up and this is what you're going to. Photo ops are pretty much always a nightmare. And I've sat with celebrities before they go on the photo ops and I've never seen a celebrity excited about it. No, like, they seem horrifying. Even, like, brand new ones. They're just, like, it's very uncomfortable Except, for did them. you see the one beautiful moment of Kenya? Did you see that clip? I saw people fighting at her table. No, this was at her photo op, and a fan said to her, when I'm sad, I watch you and you make me happy, and she she started crying. Aww. And it was such a beautiful moment. It was this guy, like, and she, like, gave him the biggest hug, and she got so emotional that he said that to her. Okay, that's sweet. That's I know, it's a really, really sweet moment. Um, but yeah, they. I don't think they have an events team. I don't know who organized this, but they needed more professional. Oh, they have to have a, an events team to put that on. Like, they there's need, like, probably... professional convention people, though. That is a yeah. different thing. So there's I ways mean, to I can't imagine it. Peacock, Universal, whatever they are, Comcast, I don't even remember anymore. But they... They, ha- they definitely have an events squad that put that on, that has done other conventions. But they need people who do conventions. Like, the people... I have a friend who works for Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Like, that is an entire separate unit. I worked on AlienCon. Ooh. But, like, they need... <laughs> yeah. If they want to grow this and make this better... Yeah. I feel like people are like, okay, this is year one. I'm willing to come back and hope that they fix these glitches. But if they do it again, people are going to be like, year two is still problems, you know? Because I, I felt there was probably going to be stuff. It was, you can't really count 2019. It wasn't even comparable. 2019 was numerous different locations. It was like 5,000 people. This was 25,000 people. It was mm-hmm. completely different. Three years later, who knows the people that worked there in 2019? Did they even work there now? So yeah, it. I'm I'm willing to give them a pass. Nothing was a huge deal breaker. But again, I had such a special day. Would I feel different I, if I stayed GA the whole day? But I don't think I would have waited in the lines. I would have probably just used my, oh, I went to the bathroom. I have a seat inside method. (laughs) (laughs) Now everyone's going to use it. They're going to be on to us. (laughs) I purposely did not post that I did that. Well, we're putting it on the podcast, which hundreds of people listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Which, thank you, by the way, guys. We keep growing. So I think you guys are telling friends. So we appreciate that greatly. Yes. And we will be back next week with episode four. Your regularly scheduled program. And I don't think we'll have any more minisodes for this um, season, at least. Who knows, though? I never might, say never. But we could not pass up me finally getting to talk about BravoCon with anyone who would be willing to listen, a.k.a. Sue. <laughs> so thank you for listening to me ramble about my day. And I don't know if we gave Spicy Meatball 89 a, a shout-out yet, but thank you for saying great job, ladies. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a beautiful review, and we appreciate you. Yes. All That's right. That's it. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>